so how do you want to start this episode? I'm going to start talking about the Harry Potter stuff again. <laughs> okay, ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Once I make... <laughs> Once I make my move, <laughs> then you're free to check the key. Run! No! <laughs> what is He's going to sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, what is it? I mean, he's going to sacrifice himself. Don't move your thing. You're going to lose your bird. I know. Peter's not doing well right now. He's and embodying neither our spirit. Are we. Oh, the amount of malfunctions that have happened today. I mean, it's small potatoes, but it's just. It's a They're lot. adding up. <laughs> the small potatoes are adding up. We had a sick editor, a sick Brittany, a no internet, camera malfunction, bird falling. Yeah, Peter fell. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened? I feel like a lot. Um, it's just been. It's been. A, I saw a rat this week, and that can that adds right into it. And a, it's a lot's just been going on. Some um, good things. Yeah. Yeah, we have let, let's let's do our weekly recap. Let's start with some positive vibes. <laughs> Get the morale up. Oh, welcome back to the podcast. Um we <laughs> are going to start with a weekly recap and um yeah, let's let's start with some positive things. It was my dad's birthday this week. Cute. We all got together. Um and it was actually really funny because, so it was friends and family, mm-hmm. but while everyone was still strolling in and we were waiting for everybody to get there, um, we ended up <laughs> collecting at a table and it was just like the family. And after like 10 minutes go by and we realized like people are coming in, it looked, it appeared as if we were having a meeting. Like that's what... And, like, after 10 minutes, we look at each other and we're like, this is a birthday party. Like, I'm pretty sure we need to be social. And I was like, you can literally tell our family from everybody else socializing. I'm like, we need to, um, we need to be social. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was just so funny. Like, we, but you know what? It's who we are at our core. It is who we are for sure because there's one thing about us. We can maintain and carry a conversation, no problem. But to start a conversation, we're just not good at it. No. We struggle so hard to, like, facilitate the conversation. Once it's going, we're golden. Yes. But to start it, no, no, no. And, you know, we actually have a funny story about this. So, recently, we were at a dinner not the birthday dinner. Me and Britt were at a dinner. And we didn't really know everybody at our table. And so it got to the point where we just honestly, we did not know words. It's like it's like when I'm in that situation, the topics could be endless so that I can't even so pick many one. Topics. I, I just have an issue where it's every topic I think of or like question I have I overthink it and then I'm like well 
maybe that will offend them or maybe they don't want to talk about that or like me. I don't know what it is because it's like mundane, like normal small talk questions like, how are you? And then see, those don't bother me. I can do that, but it's I can't. It's more so once if we're sitting together for so long and I don't know how what how to get a conversation flowing and time has passed. I will think of so many options of things to say that I can't decide on one. Yeah. And I overthink them. And, you know, that's another problem I have, which we can get into on another day Mm -hmm. of not being able to make decisions. It's like decision paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. You. I know. I know. But we'll get into that on another day. So anyway, so Britt and I go to this dinner. We don't know everybody at the table. And everybody was really nice. And the small talk was easy to do. But then it got to the point where we don't know how to start a conversation. So we're just in our own world being like, okay, dinner's over. We, We cannot contribute to this conversation clearly. So we're just looking at each other like we are so awkward. We have to remove ourselves before other people notice our awkwardness. And so, you know, we formulate a plan using our eyes and, <laughs> using, and we no come, words. <laughs> and we come to the conclusion that it's time to go. And so there was one small conversation of let's just confidently get up, say goodbye and leave. Well, that's not what happened. No, <laughs> so it couldn't be that easy. Nothing happened. So, so we, we get up and when I moved my chair back my purse strap got stuck under the chair so now I have to go under the table while we were trying to nonchalantly leave I have to go under the table and get my purse out which by the way nobody at this table was having a clue or care or thought of what we were doing no they were minding their own business but we were it was because we were in that we just had felt so awkward ourselves and we were doing that with each other that it was like it felt like everybody was looking at us but nobody was yeah no one no one cared (laughs) so I'm under the table and I'm just like oh my I'm untangling my purse from the chair I'm like oh my god it just can't get worse and then so it got worse and so I get up and by the way I wore what what Brittany would describe as a cape um I would say it was a nice winter jacket but it was abnormally large it was to it was a floor length highly extra it was jacket. it made a statement it's it was, very cute it was something you don't want to wear when you're trying not to cause a scene and so it's too late and so <laughs> i get the purse i try to grab the jacket but at this point i realize if i put this thing on there's gonna be a whirlwind in the room be a gust of wind. so I just drape it over my arms anyways so then I'm thinking to myself the whole confidently get up and say goodbye to everybody wasn't working so no I decide in my head at that moment I'm just gonna lean in to one guy who he doesn't give a shit if I leave <laughs> and I lean in I'm like have a good night I feel like I also like <laughs> you said that you're like have a good night and I was like <laughs> I just like, like nodded at like him. You were in the back, like, 
<laughs> you have a good yeah. night. And I was just like, and like, you do that. And sir. again, he wasn't thinking anything of it. He's like, oh, no, okay, he, yeah. He, he, I don't think he said a word no, after I, you I, said that. I think he said, I think he said, oh, you guys are leaving. Bye. But Did we were he? trying to walk so fast. Like, I don't even know. It I, was all a fever we, dream. Everything we do just makes the situations way worse than they need to be. We do it to and ourselves. Again, and again, it's just us. Like, no one else knows that this is so uncomfortable or feels that, but just us. Yeah. And so anyway, so. We go to walk out the door and I realize I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, we don't, our ride's not here. I'm like, we got to call them. So we we're like, all right, let's go in the bathroom. But they were individual bathrooms that were unisex. So open to the public viewing each, each bathroom because it was a room. It wasn't a stall. Mm-hmm. So we go in the same one, not thinking anything. Else, but we just panic. We're just like, okay, go in this room. We open the door, we go in and we close the door realizing now that okay everybody out there just saw us go into the one bathroom because it's a unisex thing and it's the view (laughs) is to the public and so i'm like oh my god so i start trying to call on my phone the light didn't work we realized that the light in the bathroom so everybody just watched us go into a dark basically closet just me and her and she's got a flashlight on and i'm like and you're like i can't sit still i'm like what's happening (laughs) shining it around so if anyone saw that, that probably looked so suspicious and what was going on. And so anyways, we call the ride and we leave. But we made this situation all because all because we don't know how to start a conversation. I mean, yeah. You have nothing <laughs> to say for yourself. I have nothing to say for myself because it's so true. If I could be better at small talk and starting conversations and shooting the shit with someone... <laughs> I would love that, but it's not who I am at my core. I get so but anxious it was, it about was, it. It was even to the point that you and I had nothing left to say to each other because we had exhausted all the small talk that we could do. Because at that point, what were we going to talk about? Like, we had done all that. We were talking about everything we could. And then it was like us looking at each other, having combos yes. with our eyes being like, we got to go. We are making this worse for ourselves. So, um, good times. Anyways, yeah, we need to learn how to start conversations. We can carry them out, but we cannot start them. Tips, tricks, best practices, yeah. please. Yeah, I feel like we Let are definitely know. not the only ones. No, I feel like yeah. so many people are like this. I've talked to a lot of people that are like, yeah, small talk, not my thing. Can't do it. See, and it's not even small talk for me. Like, I can do... The basic stuff. It is. It, I always do think, though, how funny it'd be to just pull one over on somebody, and when they're someone's trying to do casual small talk and be like, "Oh, how are you?" to just be like, "Terrible, absolutely like, miserable." I feel and like I've done like, that. And just see <laughs> what the well. because. And honestly, if somebody did that to me, I feel like I'd be like, oh, I'm good too. How are you? Like, you know, like the normal <laughs> back and forth, you'd be like, oh, great to hear. Like, yeah, that's probably what I would say back because I'm just so used to the normal back and forth of small talk that you're just ready to go with your responses to just switch it up on someone and be like, oh, I'm actually terrible. I'm actually having a terrible day. Well, yeah. And I, I don't know. I... I was unfortunately at a funeral this week and a lot of people were asking like, how are you? And it's like, 
I feel like I can't say good. And then also like saying back to him, like, how are you? Like, clearly everyone here is upset. So, yeah, it was a whole nother thing. It's always weird situations like that, too. It's like you don't want to be rude and be like, oh, bad, terrible. But then you don't want to be like, how are you insensitively? And it's like, how do you think I'm feeling? Like, if you're like, yeah, everyone I was speaking to, it's like, right at a funeral. So, yeah, I would just. I would just hug people and said, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, the, it's always situations like that. But we're also overthinkers. I don't we think, are. I don't no think one anybody there would be if you said, oh, good. How are you? No one's going to be like, you're good at a funeral. I know. And I did Get tell out. someone that I, that I was good. <laughs> it's OK. And I felt bad about it. And I was like, I'm an asshole. No, it's it's OK. I promise. Um. Also, this week, we watched the new Hocus Pocus. Let's go. (laughs) I was really excited to see Hocus Pocus, too, because Hocus Pocus was one of my favorite Halloween movies growing up. Still to this day, it was exciting to see all of the Sanderson sisters (laughs) back. I should read your shirt. I wore my Sanderson sisters. I love that. I'm jealous. Uh-oh. bless you bless you but they were back <laughs> i don't it, know that's so what? <laughs> i don't know it was it was cute it was cheesy but i think the first movie was a little cheesy too so i all in all liked it i feel like it'll grow on me what did you think i felt really weird that they all look the exact same insanely similar to how they looked in the first movie yeah and we kind of talked about it you were like oh well they made them look older in the first one and now they actually are older so it probably wasn't that you know difficult to do but still so we looked up the ages of some of them in real life and we're like wow good for them because we don't have half that energy no i didn't have an ounce of their energy yeah no, I thought that was good. It, it's the same thing with all sequels. Sometimes you're like, oh, just let it be the classic that it is. Yes. But not with this one, actually, I didn't feel because I liked, I liked this. It made sense. They passed it on or whatever, and it made sense. But I also watched Halloween Ends. Oh, did you? And which was also a little cheesy. I heard that. I heard that people were... It was laughing. it was lacking in the jump scare section. Mm-hmm. However, I still I I liked the idea, but it is one of those things where, you know, he supposedly died in like every Multiple movie, time. Yeah. and then they're just like, oh no, he's actually not dead. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. It's good money for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Um, but I actually saw this hilarious TikTok, and Jamie Lee Curtis was agreeing with what we said in our last podcast. Was she? She goes, it was basically just a TikTok of her sitting there. And she was like, it's Halloween season. Why the fuck are people listening to Christmas music? What is wrong with everyone? And I I felt that in my soul. I was like, yes. Yes. But another thing, I feel a little, little disappointed 
in how we've behaved this Halloween season. We We've have been, been slacking. We, I feel like any given year, aside from this year, before it's even like halfway through September, we've gone to every spirit Halloween. We've planned a hayride. We've yeah, like well done it all. To confess, this is the only Halloween decor I have in my whole house, so that's a problem. But what is, this can't just be us. What is up with Spirit Halloween? What about Spirit Halloween makes you have to go there? I don't know, because everything's always the same. I'm going to be... But I 60 going. years old going because I, I have to go. Like, it's something about it. It's so nostalgic in there. It for is. For no reason. I don't know. I love it. Like, we typically don't even buy our costumes from no. Spirit Halloween. But we get a kick out of going and go back multiple times. I mean, I have to go every year and it's for no reason other I than to go. This year. No, me either. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm so disappointed. And and, pumpkins. And also by then, by this time, we usually have a whole Halloween party planned. Mm. And, you know, we haven't done that yet. And it's about next weekend. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Who's to say? Honestly, there's been so much going on. And I don't know. There truly has. I don't know where the time is going. But it's going. Yeah. I don't like it. Same. But yeah. Anyways, back to our Halloween movies. Um, I feel like a good good little discussion we can have. Our favorite Halloween movies growing up, which you kind of already said, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. How about Halloween Town? Big Halloween Town gal. I don't know what it is about those movies. That's the same thing. I am going to be watching those and Sixty. I'm gonna be watching They're them at a hundred. If I'm around, <laughs> let's hope. Seriously, it's something so nostalgic about them, and I feel like for me, especially Halloween Town, I always used to watch it with my nana, and love so that. now when I watch it, I just, it just like reminds me of those times. I'm like, I love this movie, but they're cute. Once they start switching up the actors, no, it's not the same. I didn't stand for that when it came out. The, what was it? The fourth movie? They changed. Yeah, Marnie. Marnie. It's so, I don't, I don't like when anything does that though. It takes me, like. Especially when they, I mean, and obviously they don't really ever address it, but they never address it and you're just supposed to accept that this is the same person. I can't do it. I. And it doesn't like, feel like the same to me. You know what? Who did that? Who? Wizards of Waverly Place. Didn't they change the brother randomly or something? I don't think so. Did they? I don't know. Maybe I'm making something up, but I swear there was like a huge show on Disney that did that when we were younger. Changed a character? Yes. And they did it in the Halloween movie. And I'm watching House of Dragons right now. Did they do it? And after like two episodes... It was a new character, and you were just supposed to accept that, oh, they aged, like, 10 years, like, between episodes. It was, like, a 10-year gap. No. And I was like, what? Who is who right now? I don't even know who's supposed to be who. No. But then some characters, they kept the same, 
So like one character was a whole new person and aged 10 years. And then to show that the other character aged, it was the same person, but they just like had different hair. And I'm like, what's going on here? No. Yeah. I can't get behind those kinds of things. They did. The only time that I feel like I accepted it was with Harry Potter. Dumbledore changes. I think after the first or the second movie, I can't remember which one. But they change actors in that. Yeah, I still can't. Um, mm. Overall, though, conclusion. Um, Halloween movies, These the ones we watched this week, a little, a li- a little cheesy. cheesy. And this brings us to our next point, which is <laughs> apparently Chicago was the number one city for rats, according to Orkin. I don't believe it for a second. I call BS. I've never seen a living rat in Chicago. We did see one dead rat. But I mean, how many times have we gone there? Many. And we never seen a live rat. And, but this is my theory. This is my theory. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. People in Chicago are more likely to call Orkin for a rat. So that's why Orkin thinks they have the most. Could be. But realistically, other places have more, so they're used to seeing them, so they don't call as much. That that feels like math is mathing. The math is mathing there. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like New York is known for having rats. In oh, fact, absolutely. In fact, I just saw a TikTok, I think you saw it too, where they were making a news announcement about the rat problem and the lady was like, the rats aren't going to like this announcement. What rat is listening <laughs> to the news? <laughs> and then the next guy was like, this is no place for ratatouille. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Thank you, sir. Anyway, so yeah, I feel like New York is like known for having a rat problem. Oh, yeah. Because they have all their trash has to like sit outside. outside. Yeah. And so that also adds up. But I feel like people there are just more used to seeing them. So they're not calling Orkin. Being like, oh, yeah, come get this it's, rat. Like, it's normal for them. But Detroit was number six on there. And I'd like to see. I also, I'd like to say that I've never seen a rat there. But I did see one Monday. Which was alarming. It was very large. And just out and about in Campus Martius. And I did not this like it. This is why I tried to tell you to be grateful you had a mouse in your car. And, and not anything rat. larger. Because... Imagine that. It was the size like of a guinea pig. The size. Bigger than, bigger than Peter. That's alarming. I know. I don't like and it. it. And my friend that I was walking with, she didn't even see it. And I was like, um, we, we cannot continue walking on this path. We you need, need to, to acknowledge this. <laughs> yeah, she was filming and some guy on a bike like stopped in front of her camera and almost hit the rat. She was like, um, you do know there's a rat there, sir. And he was like, what? And then like. Rode away. Awful. Oh, I hate it. They get really large. Yeah, it was large. It doesn't that freak you out because so Yeah. This is about to get a little weird. But so you know how like snakes eat rats and stuff? Mm -hmm. So they say, you know, that creatures can get as big as the space they're confined. Imagine like a rat getting big and then like this I just, I just don't like it. I, no, I don't know if I've talked about it. No, I have talked about it 
on the podcast before the one time I saw the snake eat what was it? Yeah, like a deer or something. It was a deer. Yeah. Yeah. On a happier note, I did see a TikTok of a snake befriending the mouse that they put in the cage for it to eat. I mean, good and then the person had to start feeding the mouse so it would. They could hang out. They were so hanging. was was the snake eating out? Other mouses? What if that mouse helped that mouse help help that snake eat the next mouse? I thought I saw <laughs> something. <laughs> what? Don't freak me out. Um. Also, this is just an announcement I feel I need to make. It has nothing to do with anything. And, and honestly, anybody listening wouldn't have a clue about this if I didn't say it. But I need to say it. Okay. Get it off your chest. I'm a good driver. No, you're not. <laughs> and here's the thing about it. People have been questioning my driving. Mm. Have they? So I have one friend who has maybe drove with me, I could count on my hands how many times. Mm. Yet, I consistently have received over the years videos, and they'll be like, this is you driving. Haha. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. always literally the worst videos of people driving ever. It, you know the ones where they'll like go over a curb and they'll just act like nothing happened? Uh-huh. I get that on the regular. So you traumatize them. And the one and Evan's always so anxious when he gets in the car with me. He's like, why are you driving like this? And if there is one thing about me, this is what it is. First of all, I'm an efficient driver. Will I change lanes more than the average person? Absolutely. Because I will take whatever route I think is the fastest. Will you go left and right a little in the car? Yeah, well, we're going to get there the quickest you've ever gotten there. Uh Uh-huh. And so anyways, that leads to my next point. Which is? I am always in a rush. Oh, my gosh. What is you wrong with me? You stay rushing. <laughs> it's not even just with your driving. It's with walking. On, like, I speed walk s- when I walk. It could be a Sunday afternoon. We're just, you know, having a nice time at Target. And you are hustling your bustle throughout the whole store. And I can't keep up with that. If there is something I don't. I've never relaxed in my life. No, I just haven't. don't know what's wrong. Like, I mean, I do. I'm, I'm not asking for a diagnosis here. I'm. J- You're aware of your I'm, problems. I'm very aware. But it's like even with driving, with leisure activities that are supposed to be leisurely, I catch myself speed walking. I'm like, girl, what, what is this about? Where are you going? It's not good. And I can't mean, be good. I mean, I'm on the move, baby. Yeah. And <laughs> like, that's all I can say. I don't know. I'm getting places and I'm getting there efficiently. You're getting stuff done. But for what? <laughs> At what cost? At what cost? The cost of my legs. That's probably why my calves are so huge because I can't <laughs> slow down. Oh. No. But yeah, I'll give you one thing. You're a better driver than me, but that doesn't say much. Yeah, I'll stand by that. No, this reminds me, so I was just talking about this the other day, which again, this has nothing to do with anything, but just about driving. I am so uncomfortable with the fact that in driver's training, they just let other kids be in the hands of other kids that don't know what they're doing. (laughs) 
like, like I remember. Wait, you're so right. Like we're just out here risking everyone's life, being like, learn how to drive. Like, yeah, you're just like trusting your friends in class. Like, oh. no, and that's the thing. So the first time we ever went on the road in driver's training, it was me and a friend. But then they needed a third person in the car, and there was somebody by themselves. So we're like, oh yeah, you can come with us. So this guy comes with us, and he didn't even know which. I mean, maybe he wasn't paying attention in class, but he didn't even know which one was the turn signal. He put on the windshield wipers when we went to turn. I'm like, we are going to get killed in here. Like, what is going on? And then I'm sitting there being like, we might not make it out of this session. And, you know, looking back on that, to this day, this is how driver training works. We just put our kids' lives in the hands of other kids who don't know how to drive. And that's the thing, too, is when you, do, at least here in Michigan, in driver's training, once you start going on the road, there's no crash course. Like, we're just going to drive around the parking lot a few times. Like, they just take you straight out into the open ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and leave you there to die. Yes. Yeah. No, it's terrifying. I was terrified when I started driver's training, even before it. My parents would try to get me to drive in parking lots. I was like, no, I'm not getting a ticket. Oh, I'm not see, playing this I game. I always wanted to drive. Oh, I didn't. I always wanted to, but... And I don't want to till this day. This stuck with me. I don't drive anywhere. Yeah, you really don't. Mm -mm. You're never the driver. I'm passenger. No, I I enjoy driving, but it's just I always catch myself rushing. And I'm... I I just have no explanation. Mm. But that leads me to another thing where I couldn't... I couldn't relax. And Evan could. And this is what we've been talking about for a few weeks now. So the other Mm. day... I was having really bad anxiety. I couldn't sleep. So I had a lack of sleep and then I had a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. So I told myself, I'm like, you need a nap or you're going to be rude. When I'm tired. You're be rude. Yes. Because when I'm tired. At least you're self-aware. I am so mean. Like when I'm, I, that's one thing. When I'm tired, when I'm hungry, I, <laughs> I'm like an infant baby. Like when I'm tired and hungry, I'm mean. When I'm hungry, I get pretty cranky. Yeah. And. There are certain, and it's not even to be funny. Like, I genuinely do get an attitude. And it's like, girl, grow up. But anyway, so I was like, you need to nap because you have things to do. But it was one of those things where, do you ever, maybe not, but I was trying to nap, but I couldn't. And so I would start getting stressed out that I'm just wasting time. When I feel like I'm wasting time, that is when I get the most upset with myself and the most frustrated yeah because like 20 minutes would go by and i'd be like i could have been doing stuff if i couldn't sleep yeah and so anyway so after like an hour goes by of me not being able to fall asleep i call evan i'm like hey what are you doing he's like nothing i have a minute i'm like okay can you come upstairs and just like sit up here so i can fall asleep and because sometimes when you're in that situation you feel like bad about yourself that you're like wasting time like if somebody else is doing it then you're no longer wasting time then it's a group effort yeah And so I'm like, can you just sit here for like 10 minutes? So he gets up there and I freaking kid you not. You know, he's supposed to be letting me fall asleep. I know the word this is going. Within seconds, within seconds, this man was snoring. Peacefully, I'm sure. And and so, you know, at this point, I was like, again, pissed. Pissed at his peace all the time. How? I just don't fathom it. And so I... I'm scrolling on my phone like I'm not going to nap ever at this point. And so I just pull up my phone. I'm scrolling and it's loud. The volume's on loud. And I'm like, no regard. for. I'm like, I hope he wakes up. And so like two minutes later, he's like, what? 
did you <laughs> he, he goes he's like he's like this he looks at me he's like did you sleep i go evan it's been about two minutes and the only thing that you contributed was a snore <laughs> thank you very much um so you're welcome <laughs> needless to say i did not nap that day um and i ended up being fine somehow weren't, somehow rude, I <laughs> weren't cranky I can't, I cannot confirm can't make any promises. That's fine. Yeah. So, so that's me never relaxing. Um, and yeah, that, that was pretty much it. I had to, I had to address my driving. I had to address my, me rushing. You know what though? I feel like that is such a common thing of people just feeling the need to rush and not In waste life. time. And yeah, because that's you're getting deep. So <laughs> you can't rush through life. No, we can't. We have to take time to enjoy. Oh, okay. You know, like that's like the same thing with Halloween. We're rushing through October. We're not taking time to truly enjoy the season. Wow. I know. That's meaningful indeed. Yeah, and I think beautiful. I'm delusional right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, anyways, yeah, so that that's enough of that. Um, And then one more thing before we get into the spooky stories that kind of happened and I was... I was a little shocked when I saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, BTS is about to serve in the South Korean army. Yes, I saw that and I was interested because I know it's been a lot of back and forth on um, like if the, they were going to or not. Yeah, they weren't sure if they were going to be. I don't think mandated is the wrong word for it, but if they were going to be required to serve, if they weren't, or if they would be exempted. Exempt, yeah they're going to be exempt from it and now it looks like they're going so actually so i saw that and i was like oh i i knew at some point it was a requirement there mm-hmm. and i didn't know there was ever talk of them possibly being exempt from it but apparently the reason that they ended up they chose to enlist good for them because they didn't like that they felt like it was out of their control and it was like one yeah. minute like okay, you might be exempt or no, you have to, or you might be exempt or you have to. And they were just like, let's just do this. Like, you know, they made the decision themselves. So, but it kind of reminded me. So I, I started watching the Elvis movie and I don't know if you watched I, it. I've been meaning to haven't yet. It's a time commitment. I did not finish it, but I started it. And one of the things is I didn't know this before the movie, but Elvis was actually required to, enlist in the army for two years didn't know that because basically the government was unhappy with what he was doing um Mm. they did not like his dance moves and they felt like he was i don't know causing riots and threatening whatever their power and so um forbid (laughs) (laughs) oh man and so anyways they they were threatening that if he didn't do this that he was going to go to jail so he they made some kind of deal where he was going to do that for two years he had to do some other stuff but they made him go mm-hmm. and i'm just like how does that work he was like an international superstar and obviously he's so elvis are, and but so are they right now yeah. what's about to happen yeah and it's like oh, that's so true what what how is that gonna work yeah like how does that work i guess only time will tell i don't know i feel it's like a very interesting what a weird situation it is it's such a weird thing to think about anyways yeah so i thought that was interesting and um I hope everything works out. I don't know how the hell that's going to work. Best of luck to them. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. We're going to get into the spooky stories. And I think 
Well, first I need to say which one was mine last week. I don't think anyone really guessed in the comments. I think well, we did first, a better job. <laughs> so the first time we did the guess my thing, everybody freaking knew. We gave it away because we we literally commented on every other spooky story. Like it, after we read it? Yeah, after we read it, we reacted to what the story was except for mine your story so we made it a little obvious oh man yeah we're not too good at that i knew from the beginning that was going to be an issue because it's really hard for us to not react it is but i think we can do it today though just straight up spooky meter no comments i feel like we should do it a little differently okay i think I think even for this episode and the next one, because the next one's our last spooky episode. I think no. we should read them, and then at the end, we can we can do just straight up do the spooky, and then at the end, I'll say which one, and then we can react to them. Okay. I like that. Yeah, because or else we're never going to react to them. And, like, these are yeah. good stories. They are really good stories. Um, but last week, mine was the tape recorder story. And you know what's so funny about that? It's not funny, because it was honestly terrifying. Traumatic if you will. And I was telling before we decided if we were going to like include a story of mine or how we were going to do it. I was reading the story to one of my sisters who was obviously in in that story. And I started reading this story. I'm like, Hey, tell me if this is a good story to include. And so like halfway through, she stops me. She's like, is this real? And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you were there. I'm like, let me finish it. So I finish it and at the end she's like, oh my God, I actually remember that. And she's like, wait a second. She's like, do you remember that we were all so scared? We went and stayed at a hotel for a night. Stop. And I, I don't remember that, but I obviously believe that because it's terrifying. It was a traumatic experience. But yeah, so anyways, um, it was real and we were terrified. And if you don't remember it, that was the, the tape recorder. We like caught the ghost on the tape and then we went to hide the recorder and somehow the dog mysteriously got to it. And so, yeah. Anyways, we were scared. Crazy. Yeah. Wild times. Um, Anyways, let's get into this week's spooky stories. So I will start with spooky story number one. Let's do it. Here's my spooky story. So there I was in Cabo for my birthday a few years ago. On the last night, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw someone was sitting next to me on my bed looking at me. I thought for a second that maybe I was still asleep, so I kept blinking my eyes to really wake myself up and see clearly. I was definitely awake, and I was definitely making eye contact with someone. I was sharing a room with my cousin, but this was definitely not my cousin. Adrenaline started running through me. I've never fought anyone before, and I knew even if I tried, I'm not going to be great at it. But I thought if I could slowly reach my arm behind me and grab my phone, maybe I could blind this person and then start hitting them and waking up my cousin. I started moving my arm back while keeping eye contact, but I couldn't feel my phone. Eventually, I had to break the eye contact to turn my head and grab my phone. I jumped up with my phone light on, turned back around, but the person wasn't there anymore. I got up and was looking around the room, but I didn't see anyone. My cousin woke up and asked what I was doing. I told her that someone was in our room. She told me to go back to sleep. Eventually, I got back in bed and fell asleep. The next morning, she asked me what I was doing and why did I think someone was in our room. I told her what happened. I'm not sure that she completely believed me, but we were both glad to be leaving. Later, when I was telling someone about it, we decided to look online for any ghost sightings at this hotel. 
Sure enough, we found reviews of people saying that they had seen a ghost in that room before and that he seemed friendly. Either way, I don't think I could stay in that hotel again. Eight out of ten. That's an eight out of ten. Absolutely. On to spooky story number two. After both of my grandparents had passed, I would often have dreams about my Nana, but I never really had dreams about my Papa. It was always a weird experience in my dream because it was like everyone was aware that my Nana had passed, but she was just visiting. It was always seemed like she was visiting me in spirit when she would appear in my dreams, and in my dreams, I would know that this was what was happening. However, the last dream I had with my Nana in it, she was giving me a phone call calling her spirit. We were talking about how she missed us and her checking in on us as my mom and younger sister sat with me listening. We were about to hang up the phone call in my dream when my papa's voice chimed in on the call. In the dream, I was so shook to hear his voice because I hadn't heard it in so long and he had never visited in a dream before. He came to tell me specifically to make sure my mom kept an old chest with pictures of him in it. After we hung up in the dream, I immediately woke up feeling like I literally got a message from my papa's spirit. I thought the chances of the message in my dream being real were so slim, so I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it to my mom and ask about the chest. But after about a week, I couldn't get his voice out of my head, so I decided to ask her about it. Within a minute of me saying chest, my mom had pulled out an old suitcase slash chest of his filled with his pictures. I couldn't believe it. I obviously told her she better keep that thing, and I also felt like it just confirmed that my grandparents' spirits really had been visiting me. In a way, as much as it was a weird feeling, it was also peaceful. I feel like that's like a seven. Seven Seven out of ten. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Spooky story number three. When I was in college, I shared a house that was built in 1901 with three roommates. Most of the time, my roommates would leave on the weekends, leaving me home alone frequently. It didn't bother me until the weird events started happening. One night, I woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of running water. I ignored it for a second, thinking it was probably one of my roommates, but then I remembered I was home alone and immediately freaked out. I woke up and walked to our bathroom and found that the faucet was on with the water running. I quickly shut the water off, ran back to my room, and locked the door. I didn't have any history of sleepwalking, and to this day, I still think it was a spirit or a ghost that turned the faucet on. There were other instances that happened as well. For example, the basement door would randomly open on its own while I was in the kitchen. Or there were often times where I'd wake up during the night and feel pressure on the edge of my bed, like someone was sitting there. None of my roommates ever believed my stories, but to this day, I know those events happen and what made me believe that ghosts are real. I feel like that one might be another seven? Yeah. Maybe eight. I'd say seven. Seven, eight. Seven and a half. That's that's a compromise. All right. Um. Okay, so... We can go back now and react and confess. Which one's mine? Um, But I really needed to react to these ones right away because that the first story of the Cabo one wasn't mine. But it's eerily similar Dude, to a situation that you actually had. I literally had an experience like this in Cabo. I feel like it's got to be the same hotel. 
I'm going to look it up after. But basically, I was in Cabo at the beginning of this year with a friend. And in the middle of the night, and obviously here's the thing first I want to say. I would not be thinking about ghosts on a vacation like that's no, just not that's what you're the thinking. last thing on your and mind we, and we've said before you know we feel like it it's always a house or something that that's yes, what's a haunted. really old house so I would never think twice about this and I didn't at the time either so basically I woke up in the middle of the night because my bed literally shook back and forth like to the point where it woke me up I was shaking in the bed and so I wake up and the person I was with was still sleeping And so I start Googling. I literally, my first thought was, it's an earthquake. So I start Googling, earthquake in Cabo. Is there earthquakes in, like, are there earthquakes in Cabo? So scary. And I'm just, like, Googling all this stuff. Nothing's coming up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so then it got to the point where, like, I'm laying there and I'm thinking, like, what else could have been? And I start getting that feeling that, you know, when you feel somebody looking at you? Oh, yeah. That I just start getting that feeling. And I'm thinking to myself, like, literally, in the moment, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no... Way. I like, hate that so much. I'm like, there's no way. Why would there be a ghost in Cabo? Like, I'm like literally trying to calm myself down. Like, ghosts don't exist in Cabo. Like, no. <laughs> like, that's just not real. Just at home. <laughs> and so, literally, I and it was it when I thought when I started having that thought, I got even more scared because I'm like, the bed was. We were in an earthquake before in California. Yeah, we were, and it wasn't like a rumbling. It was literally like a back and forth like motion. Like the bed was being like pulled yeah, backwards like pulled and then back pushed and against forward. the wall. Yes. And so then I started like thinking too much about that. And I was like, oh my God, there would, that wouldn't have even happened. I don't know. So anyways, my story was That's really crazy. similar. And I really want to look up now the hotel and see if we it was the same to. one. But yeah, maybe we'll update you if we find anything. Um, so that one was not my story, but it, I have a similar one. And then... The second story was my story. And so both my grandparents passed away and I did always have dreams about my Nana. Um, and again, it was weird because it was like literally like she was visiting in my dreams. Um, but this one with my papa, when it ended up being true, like what he said, I would have never known about this chest if I did not have this dream. That's so insane to me. And so after that, I'm like, okay what the hell is going on confirmed that like yes. I just got a message I don't know why um but the fact that it was real I was literally like what a weird feeling even before like that specific dream I always felt so weird about it because it did feel so much like real like a real experience of like being visited by somebody oh yeah and so like when this actually happened and was true I was like oh my god what's going on here it's a very weird what you said about like it being like weird but yet peaceful. Yeah. I've had people that have passed away in my life visit me in dreams and it it's always really weird because in a lot of cases like you haven't heard their voice in a really long time but in the moment in the dreams cuz I've had like one of my friends that passed away visit me in a dream voice the immediately same. sound exactly like them. Yes. But I haven't heard it in so long, but it's like clear as day. Yeah. And it's very, I don't know. It's just interesting. I think dreams are very interesting. That's another topic we could probably go down a rabbit hole about. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my story. But then this third story, I kind of felt like for sure we could relate a little bit because at least at, at MSU, 
I feel like this is in a lot of college towns, but it's almost like all the houses around the campus are so old. Yeah. And definitely have a little creepy vibe to them. Um, And I don't know if it's because they historically landmark them or something, but definitely. So I used to have to walk Lottie Mm -hmm. and we would, you know, walk in the neighborhoods past a lot of these houses. And I'm always like, oh, that's a little scary. Um, and, And like, you know, when a house has been around that long, it's it's seen some things. It's seen too much. It's seen too much. Because there's, I don't know, there's a there's a street like that, Main Street. I guess a lot of the houses in Mount Pleasant are very old. I lived in one of them, and I can confirm it is very unsettling to be there alone or, like, only one or two other people when it's, like, these big old houses. Don't recommend <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to put myself in that situation again. Like, yeah, makes me nervous. You made it. We did. Here we are. But yeah, so I think next week we'll do the same thing and just not react until they're all read and then react. Yeah, I like this. But next week is our last spooky stories episode. So... Make sure if you have any good ones, submit them now so that we can hopefully read them next week. And I don't know if I have any, but I'll try to think of another one. Um, I mean, I guess I could have shared the Cabo one myself. I know. But I just didn't even think of it. Like, I know. That was crazy. I, tr- I tried to write that off as like not a ghost story in my head because I was like, nah, that just it might wasn't be. it. But it could have been. Um, And so, yeah, so make sure to submit any good stories before this the spooky season is over and also i was thinking which i didn't even really say to you but for the amas let's make it a little more specific so that it's just easier to address like answer yeah. questions so we could do for this one submit some amas about halloween like i don't know any traditions we kind of answered favorite movies this time or i don't know costumes that we've had in the past or anything you guys want to know about halloween ask those questions in the ama um google doc maybe i'll put something on the instagram too just like a question box um because yeah next week's the last spooky episode so we will see you guys then bye everyone bye